cliffcentral.com. Oh yeah, oh yeah, what a way to start it out. Shake it up, shake it up, shake it up. That's that's how I'm feeling today. I'm feeling like I just want to move and dance and shake it up. I'm Pumima Shekho. You're tuned into Wumanda. It's another Wednesday. It's another, like, for most of us. And, and what I put on Twitter, I was just like, yo, working moms, this one is for you. And when I was driving here, in the, in the tiredness, and by the time I drive here in the morning, right, I've been up since five because of getting children ready, getting Kaneho ready to go to school, getting him breakfast, no, 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 no. <laughs> getting him in the car. And it's always, you know, I don't know if, I don't know moms with little girls if you have a different experience, right? But little boys, it takes him forever to get ready. You always, have you done this? Have you done that? Have you done this? Then it's breakfast. Then you're in the car. Nah, 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 nah. Driving through the traffic, getting to school. So by the time I'm driving here, I feel like I'm halfway through the day. And I haven't even started the work day. So when I saw, and I think I saw it on Facebook, when I first saw the Working Moms Expo with the tagline, everything a working mom needs. I was just like, ah, these girls, this is a good idea. So welcome, Janice. Thank you, Pumi. So good to meet you. (laughs) The brains and the beauty behind Working Moms Expo. It's happening in two weeks. It's almost here. And I remember when I got onto it, I was like, this thing is so far away. It's in November. It's so far away. And now November is two weeks away. Incredible, isn't it? We've actually been planning the expo for about 18 months. So the team is so excited. We're just counting the days. It's amazing. Okay. The, you, you've got to start at the beginning because I, I've read the story and I was like, yeah, this is everyone's story. <laughs> like you have a child and your whole world falls apart. This is... <laughs> But none of us ever think, I should share this with somebody. So you have to tell me where you got the idea and how this whole thing has come about. It's a great idea. Thank you, Pumi. Thanks so much. It's actually quite a personal story. I think often some of the ideas we have that are hopefully world-changing ones are often start out as a personal experience. And um, what happened with me was I was pregnant with my second son. I can totally relate to the boys getting dressed in the morning story. <laughs> I have two. They are almost four and five now. But when I was pregnant with um, my second son and my first son was nine months old, I got my big career break. And I was working at an investment bank and they offered me a role that I had been working for 12 years to get to. And I was also a mom and I had other priorities. And it was a very interesting start to a journey for me because it really was a journey over the next, and it still is a journey. I think we're all trying to figure it out as we go along. We all have our own challenges. We all have our own um, priorities and trying to juggle everything is real. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle is real. Absolutely. And so um, a little confession to make, right? Being, and I said this to my mom even the other day, because my mother thinks I'm crazy. Because the way that that we were raised, um, black girls, is very different, I've come to realize, from the way white girls were raised. And as I then watch how we've mothering all our kids and trying to like juggle and fit into this new world like my mother thinks i'm totally crazy right my mother's just like children no there's this 
God raises children. That God is what helps you get through this thing. You must just go to work, feed the child, you know. And and I think that the world is so vastly different because I don't remember my mother sitting in the grandstands watching me at like some silly swimming gala. Um, I And not because she didn't want to. She just was like, hey, I'm a nurse. I got to go to work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and work-life balance for my mother was a totally different thing than what it is for me. So Kanejo's expectation is, I mean, they've got a spotlight day tomorrow, right? Like, what? Who does this? Spotlight day, you must come and present about your child at 12 o'clock in the day. I'm like, do people, do these people not know that we have, like, lives and work and stuff? And I see how, actually, probably 80% of the mothers are not working moms. So they have a very different way of engaging with the school, engaging with the kids and, and the kids' lives, which makes life Interesting. So I always would be like, ah, oh, you know these white girls, these white girls, man, these white girls could spit at this girl right now, living this life like this, like it's so easy. <laughs> so then when I thought working moms expo, when it's a white girl too, I was very interested ah, to know. <laughs> that is interesting, Bubi. I must say it's it's an age-old debate around working mums and stay-at-home mums and. I must say, my personal opinion is I actually think every mother's a working mother. So I actually believe being a stay-at-home mum is one of the hardest jobs that anyone will ever do. I think all of us that have experienced periods at home, whether it's on maternity leave or as we were talking about earlier when your kids first arrive, it is full on. You I will never <laughs> find a job like that. It's it's very hard work. And I have such respect for moms that, that have stayed home and who are privileged enough to do that. And I also have such respect for moms that are going to work because either they have a passion for something they feel they need to do or they have to. And there are so many moms that have to work to help mm. support the family. And there are many, many single mothers that I've met that I just... I have the utmost respect for. I think they're pulling it all together. And I really believe mums are the fabric of our society because I don't know if you have this as well, but when I've got it all together, when I, which is seldom, but every now and then when I have five minutes where I feel like everything's all together, everything's great. Like the family's happy. The boys are, are smiling. Everyone's like, everything's just fitting beautifully when I'm together. When my wheels are falling off, that's when the family's wheels are starting to come off. And, and that comes back to the question you asked me earlier about how the expo started um, with this journey that I was on at the investment bank. The truth is, at work, I had my perfect mask on and I walked in through those revolving doors into this beautiful shiny glass building and everything was perfect. And I did my job brilliantly and uh, I hope. And <laughs> no one at work really knew perfectly. that back home, the wheels were coming off properly and that's why I started a blog about it because I really felt like I was the only one you know that feeling we feel like you look at everyone else's Facebook photos and they are so perfect and these little smiley families and she's pulling it all off with the laptop over her shoulder and the baby on the hip and off she goes and I, I really thought am I the only one not coping and when I started writing about it it was amazing it was like this movement of moms started rising up that were saying hold on I'm also struggling. I'm so relieved to hear your stories. And then it ended up on Huffington Post. I ended up interviewing a hundred mums from 17 countries around the world, which was 
such a privilege because the reality is whether I was speaking to one of the top women to know in Hong Kong who started a very well-known PR firm or my friend down the road who was taking her first maternity leave, everyone thought that everyone else had it together and they were not coping. It was amazing. I even interviewed um, a senior partner in a law firm in Singapore and I asked her what advice she gives to up-and-coming women in her firm. And she said, the truth is, for the longest time, I just didn't feel able to give any advice because I wasn't coping myself. So it's just so refreshing. It's like, let's get real. It's hard. It's We don't have it all together, but we really need to try our best because as soon as mom gets it together, everyone else gets it together. And that's really my heart behind this expo is to kind of reach out with our team and, and try and support and give working moms everything that they need to make life work. <laughs> <laughs> make life work. So... Lots of, lots of big questions because I think, whoo, you know, trying to make life work, doing this, doing that is lots of things because it's easy at work. I think it's easy at work. Mm. I mean, I have a crazy life. I'm an entrepreneur, so I have a crazy life at work. A couple of weeks ago and everybody, it's actually now that I know next week is midterm, it's actually six weeks ago. I completely, I was, I'm so, in the zone, sorted out, doing this, <laughs> right? I arrived with my child for the first day of school a day early. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> You're not alone. I arrived, we were, and, and the, you know, you know what it's like getting in the morning and getting him <laughs> up and in the car and driving and I'm driving and about three blocks away from the school. That's when the, like the school traffic actually comes into and i'm like where's everyone this morning oh we've done so well du, 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 du. i arrive and the gates are closed i'm just like <laughs> and he looks at me from the back and he says i told you mommy that school only starts tomorrow <laughs> oh, sweet man <laughs> <laughs> but it's easy at work because work is every day because you know what you need to deliver. You know how to wrangle all the multiple beasts. And, and actually there's a, there's a set plan. There's a set mm. plan. There's a set outcome. There's everything is set. So it's easy at work. Mm. And what I've done is I've tried to like multiply it. What you do on the left, you do on the right, you know? So I've tried to like kind of bring it home and that shit just doesn't work. Like at that home. That is so it's a, good for me. It's yeah. a, <laughs> It's it, like two different personalities, right? The whole thing is just like falling apart mm. all the time. Mm. And and so what kind of support did you feel you needed that you've brought to the X-Club? It's a great question. There are so many different things that different people needed. What what I really needed to know is that it was possible to cope. So for me, <laughs> let's be honest. I mean, I used to so I used to leave work and rush to the daycare with a heavily pregnant tummy, like eight months pregnant, and I'm picking up a 16 month old little boy and my tummy and dropping him off. Everyone used to laugh. Those daycare ladies were amazing. Just but they became like family. They were just the most amazing group of women. And I used to run up the hill in my high heels with my pregnant tummy and my son on my hip and drop him off. And it was just every moment. In your corporate gear. In my corporate gear and my high heels. I mean, who was I kidding? <laughs> <laughs> so so no, now 
four years later, do do you look back and think, I lost my mind back there? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it was a complete blur. A complete blur. The amount, if you, if you look at my car, Pumi, you'll see all the scratches and dents <laughs> that I've collected over the past four years. Seriously, because you are always in such a rush and you're not coping. So, I mean, to answer your question, for me, the speaker's corner is a huge attraction because we've got everything you can imagine there. Who's um, there? Who's with the speakers? So we've got Anne Wilson, who's flying in from the UK. She wrote The Wealth Chef. She's a best-selling international author, and she talks about how to achieve financial independence, which I think is a really important subject, particularly for our moms. Um, we've got Dorcas Lamini from Protea Hotels. We've got um, DJ Zintle talking about um, what she loves about being a working mom. We've even got a stay-at-home dad, which is so cool. His talk is called Cupcakes and Carpools, Confessions of a Stay-at-Home Dad. And on your, your race question, he's Indian. So it's stunning. I mean, it's just turning the table on everyone's perceptions of, of what works because different things work for different people. So, I mean, for me, I needed, I need to know that it was possible, but there's, there's bunches of things out there for people. There's au pairs. There's, you I'm desperately in need of an au pair. Just FYI. I, I, I thought about that the other day and I wondered, Oh, I wonder when Janice gets there. I wonder if they've got au pairs because I had a fabulous au pair. Who went to Vietnam to teach English and so now I'm au pairless. And I've recently taken a new project at work, which in the past two weeks I've I've actually had like complete strangers go and pick up my son oh. at aftercare. I've like had to ask the one the the PA to someone I was like, you have to go with the driver because he will recognize you. Oh, so <laughs> Okay. It's hectic. You know, one of our exhibitors, Cool Kids Cabs, is amazing. They've got cameras in all of their vehicles and they are just absolutely waxed. So all of our people that we've got involved, our partners, we've really vetted them to make sure they are people we would use ourselves. So we're not putting just anyone out there. This is like top quality support for working mums. 18 months you've been working on this as a labor of love. And now that it's almost there and just days away, does it feel the way you felt days away from like the final push to having the child? <laughs> Are you Let's hot not talk and about tired? The final push. Yeah. Are you hot and tired with swollen feet? Is what I want to. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exhausted. Or are you simply I'm absolutely exhausted. Super excited. But I'm I'm over the moon. I think it's going to be the most amazing event. I mean, I think there's been a couple of moments along the journey that have really been energizing. It's been a really long time. Tell me. But when My Way Life came on board as our event sponsor in November last year, that was just we knew the concept had legs and it was really going to go far. And then as our key um, partners came on board, like Bounce, who's going to do our kids' entertainment with extreme entertainers. And when um, Sunlam came on board saying, we're bringing Takalani Sesame, we're going to build a village with railways and roads. And so as the, the show started to take shape and we got Fit Chef at the heart of it, who's doing all of our real food cafe and they, they're creating passports for the kids so your kids can learn to taste healthy food. Um, and Seattle coffee, of course, <laughs> caffeine, desperate. Um, and when Essentials magazine came on board and everyone, it started really taking shape. And we started to see this as an event for the whole family where basically kids can come and have an amazing time at the back of the show where Bounce and um, Sunlum and everyone is there to entertain them. 
dads get in free with a group ticket so they can watch the kids while mom, I love it. Where do dads get in free? Bring it on. Hey, I love it. so love mom it. can grab a coffee. She can have a manicure at sorbet. She can walk around the show. She can listen to a speaker and she can feel like she can cope. I think the picture that I had about this was really almost like laying out a red carpet for these women and saying, we love you. You are precious. You are so vital to our society and we want to help you. And we know that you can make whatever you've chosen as your portfolio of life work because it's different for everyone, but we've got it all. So this sounds for a very long time. And, and even this morning when I was driving and I saw your billboards, I saw billboards on the way here. I saw billboards and street pole ads and I thought, oh, this thing is it's coming together and <laughs> for a person like me who's been watching it build because when I signed up, it, it said, you know, early sign up thing. Um, I actually don't even know if I, if I know how to get a ticket because I've been receiving blogs. I've been receiving updates. I've been receiving all of this stuff. And I was clear that no, no, this thing is for me. It's for people like me, people with jobs, people with businesses, people with lots of kids. <laughs> but it sounds to me that it is, and it's for every woman. So whether you're a stay at home mom or you are a working mom, it sounds like if you are a mom, you need to be here because there's so much stuff there. And Absolutely. I, I remember because when I was pregnant, you know, when you're pregnant, I only have the one. So, and first one, and you read everything, you go to all the expos, you go to all the expos, you see all the Barney things, you, you know, in the first couple of years, I, I went to the every expo, every expo. And walked around and got the pamphlets and read the mm. stuff and read mm. the your babies. And a plus, A plus for me. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was terrific. I was so, I was, I was so freaked out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what it actually is, is. I was so freaked out. I actually thought the more information I have. And then I suddenly realized when I, when, and I had never thought about it before. But when I started reading your blogs and seeing all of your stuff, I suddenly realized that never at any point was I ever freaked out about juggling life. Mm -hmm. And so it all caught me unawares and kind of whacked me on the side of my head. Because had I been freaked out, I would have probably sort out the stuff. I would have looked for pairs. I would have looked and I would have, you know, mm -hmm. simply because... and and. I mean, I, I hosted a parenting show for three years. <laughs> you know, I, I love that. Yes. <laughs> I, I didn't, you know, I felt I've had conversations with so many parents and so many, you know, and, and was not freaked out enough. And suddenly when I was reading, as, I, as I've been watching the buildup of this Working Moms Expo, I suddenly thought, oh, I should have been freaked out about this one too, because I would have gone out looking for information and now you've brought it all together and put it in one roof and it really sounds like and it's it's amazing it sounds Thank like you. it's all coming together so well is there anything freaking you out because this is your first one and I've never ever spoken to a person who's put together an expo of this magnitude for the first time is it freaking you out yet a little. <laughs> How can it not, right? I mean, 
<laughs> um, What's your worst nightmare about it? What's your worst nightmare about it? That mom's You know, it, it's a good question. I I hope that moms come and find what they need. I think if we went through all this effort for 18 months and the moms came and they didn't get the help that they need and the support that they individually need. I mean, I care about every single one of the moms that have signed up to our list. And out of interest, you've got a free ticket, by the way, because you're one of our first thousand no VIPs to sign up. <laughs> so, you know, it'll be there at the door waiting for you. <laughs> but you must bring your husband and your boy as well. Hey, seriously, it's going to be amazing. I'm actually thinking of making this like a girl's day out. I'm thinking I must send a WhatsApp to all the girls this afternoon. And tell them about this thing Absolutely I actually think Because we once did that we, we went, All the girls went to, an, to the sex bill so, <laughs> so maybe all the girls Should come to the working moms Absolutely Come as a Yeah But bring your kids the next day Because they'll never forgive you Hey If they don't get to see Bounce These extreme artists Doing hoops And jumping double story things And they don't get to meet Takalani Sesame Bring your Come once with the girls And once with the kids Seriously No we've all got to come We've all got to come together Which Which in itself Is an exciting experience (laughs) (laughs) Which in itself Is an exciting experience There's six girls And 20 kids I don't know Something ridiculous like that But tell them to bring Their helpers if they have As well hey Because like you can Even seriously We've had moms phoning in Saying can we bring Our helper and And two kids So that Mm -hmm. I can just relax Helper watches the kids Absolutely Smart woman Seriously Mm -hmm. There's many many options But but on the the Freaking out question The reason I'm not Freaked out Actually is I've got an amazing team And I'm so grateful for them I must actually mention My my partner Lynn Chamier She has been Phenomenal She's been in the industry For 30 years My background is banking so it's kind of a a marriage of the practical and the dream and i actually i, I really so you were busy managing the spreadsheets weren't you yeah <laughs> <laughs> and and how different of a career is this now that you've taken the step and you've walked a different path which you kind of had to because Two boys later, you know, even with the most amazing opportunity at work, like you say, the the realization of mm. the of of what it would cost mm. has led you down a different path. Yes, um, when I got offered that opportunity at the bank, I thought about it long and hard, and I said no. And then I went home and cried, <laughs> as you do, because it was really, I mean, I'm very, I've always been very passionate about my career. I dreamed much more about gray pen, pinstripe suits than my wedding dress. I was just that type of a girl, you know, like I love, I love business. I love the corporate. I love finance. I love the engine of the world. I, I want to be part of it. But being a wife and a mum is so much more important to me. So and you didn't even know it. No. Isn't that amazing? You're right. I only realized it when it actually happened to me. And I think that often happens with us. You know, you were saying before, before you had your son, you were going to all the baby expos, you were reading up, you were doing all the research. And if you're anything like me with that first child, you probably thought you were going to be the best parent that it ever, ever said. Everyone does, right? I mean, how, thank God we do because it gives us energy to try, right? <laughs> but by the time you make some mistakes and then the second one comes along and you're like, whoo, there is no such thing as a perfect parent. I think that's when the wisdom starts to really come, you know, and, and you can't, 
you can't get that without walking the road. You know what I mean? And I think um, I love the idea of having this all out there and pregnant mums coming along and checking out what are their options and having a chance to just take a breath and not be worried about nappies and prams and all of that stuff because there's none of that at the expo. We've actually said no to people who want to bring nappies. Nope. No, no, this is about mom. No baby stuff, please. Mm. So this is all about mom. And I, I love the idea of Pumi of five years ago. Is it five years ago now? Nine. Oh, I don't wow. even know. Actually, precisely nine years ago. Nine years ago. Precisely nine years so ago. So I want to see Pumi of nine years ago walking in there and being like, okay. Here's options of how I can potentially design my life to make it work for me and my family. Because I think if we can help Pumi of nine years ago do that up front, we can help her develop a life that really makes a difference, you know? Mm. Sure. It's, it's, it's insane. And it's profound on so many levels. And, and for me, the, the thing that always, surprises me incredibly when I think about the, the resilience of women. What surprises me always when I think about the resilience of women is how absolutely open-minded and just throw yourself into it. Mm. Throw yourself into it. That's true. Which is, <laughs> but when we... I, w- I want to take a little break and when we come back, I want to chat with you about your personal journey in finding the right combination of support because the the right combination Mm. of support Mm. is, is essentially what we are hoping the girls will get up to when they arrive Mm. Mm. at the expo is, is finding, trying out different things and finding the right combination of support for them. I'm Pumi Masheho and you're listening to Womandla and we're out here. Keeping it real on cliffcentral.com. I am a South African. I carry the hopes and dreams of my country and the generations to come. I know that it's not where I come from, but where I'm going to that really matters. At Sibanye, we believe the future of our country will be defined by our actions today, which is why we are committed to the development of our leaders. Sibanye, we are one. Visit us on sibanyagold.co.za. And you're listening to Woman. I'm Pume Mashekho, and I'm talking with Janice, who is the founder of Working Moms Expo. If you're a working mother, you need to be there. When is it again, Janice? When does it? On the 2nd to the 4th of November. It's yes? the 4th to the 6th. So it's the Friday to the, to the Sunday. If you can get out of work on the Friday, you're welcome and bring the whole family, Saturday and Sunday. And it's at the Santon Convention Center, and it is the perfect place for every Mother, not just working moms. Every mother needs to be there. Bring the kids. Come in the afternoon. How, what time? What time is it open? What time does the expo start? It opens at nine and runs till five, Friday and Saturday, and Sunday is nine until 2 p.m. So make the time, go out there. It is about finding the perfect balance. So with the music on, <laughs> take off my earphones and Jana says, how can we're sitting here, me and you, having this conversation? I'm all up in the sister's life with my fingers in my mouth, all up in your life. She's still like, so girls, this is what Janice sounds like when she's nervous. She laughs heartily. 
<laughs> she she plays with her hair. <laughs> and she, you're the perfect vision. I'm just thinking about a couple of days to go. So you've got uh, just under three weeks. Just under three weeks. That's right. For the show. And I think if I was in your shoes, I'd be running around like a mad woman. I, I, I don't think I would have combed my hair. <laughs> and the perfect vision of like professional, making it happen. This is my passion. I'm loving everything I'm doing as you sit here across from me. Thank you. And I want to know if you found the perfect balance yet. Sure. It's a very good question. Um, I must be honest. I think the move, the perfect balance is a moving target. I think for now it's great because I get to spend my working hours doing something I am so passionate about. And the fact that my working hours extend late into the night and sometimes start at three in the morning is absolutely fine because I've got this energy and passion fueling it that I don't care how, what I have to do. This is going to happen, you know, mm. which is amazing. Like it's such a privilege to be working on something that you feel can make such a difference in people's lives. And I, I really have a, a deep care for each of the working mums, um, in, particularly in South Africa, because I think we rely so much on the strength and the integrity of women in so this country. So what's your support? What does your support look like? Oh, I have an amazing husband. I am so grateful for him. I must say he, poor guy, <laughs> I lean on him a lot, probably more than I should, but actually no. That's not true. <laughs> I think it's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he is phenomenal. And I actually, I love that because it means that when he picks the, he picks the kids up once a week from school when they've been at aftercare. So I leave them at aftercare once a week. We, we kind of juggle it around our schedules. And when he does do that kind of stuff with them and he, he takes them, um, you know, on a weekend, if I have to catch up, he'll take them out somewhere or take them to kids' parties or whatever. And it's so great for them because it's two boys getting to spend that precious time with their dad. They have tons of time with me as well, and I'm so grateful for that. It, it was really important to me to have that time with my kids. Um, so for me, I, I think you were asking how I kind of explored options in, in terms of getting the balance. Um, when I was at R&B, um, they were incredibly kind to me. They're an amazing, amazing company, phenomenal place to work. And they offered me half day, which was incredible in some ways because it meant I could leave my kids at daycare in the morning and then go and pick them up. The downside was I was working seriously 10 hours in, in six, arriving at seven and just I didn't look up from my desk. I, I was working so hard that by the time I arrived to pick them up, I was Finished, absolutely finished. I told you earlier about running up to the daycare mm -hmm. with my pregnant tummy to pick up my 16 month old. And it was just, it was insane. And I wasn't the mom that I wanted to be. So a lot of people, they look at this half day option and they think, oh, perfect. But the problem is, is that if you're, if you're not holding it together, you can spend time with your kids and not actually spend time with them. And I think that happens to full-time moms as well sometimes, is that if moms are feeling they're not actualizing or kind of being the person they want to be, and, and they might have hours with their kids, but it might not be the quality time that they need. Whereas the balance I have now, I'm doing something I'm so passionate about, and I can juggle my day or choose not to sleep in order to spend time with them. And when I am with them, it's on the floor, playing Lego, out in the garden, running up and down, real bonding 
one-on-one time. And I can see the difference in them spending that kind of time with them. I mean, they are, they're really blossoming. They also at a lovely age. I think four and five is just divine. So yeah, for now it's great. I know it's going to change over time. So as they get older and they need different time from me and we'll see, we'll figure it out. You know, it's like what you were saying about the resilience of women. You don't know what's going to come till it hits you. And then you need to have a, you need to have some options to choose from how to cope. So you interviewed women from 17 different countries. Yes. And you spoke for many hours with many working women about <laughs> lots of things. What were some of your favorite topics when you were speaking with the girls? Wow. Oh, it was such a privilege for me to speak to all these moms. Um, I spoke to one American mom who had actually got divorced from her husband and then six years later remarried him and had another child. She wrote a book. It was unbelievable. Her story about how they each had to learn to love themselves first before they could love each other and how they've pulled it together. I mean, stunning. I spoke to another mom who... um lost her husband when her kids shared the same age gap as me and she had um, two kids under the age of two and she lost her husband, single mom. Um, I spoke to a mom who was actually a Vietnamese refugee who went across the ocean to Australia and left her father behind. And her mother raised her and her sister in Australia. And when her father finally made it across, she didn't know him. And they were from two totally different worlds. And it was so amazing how that influenced the way she raises her kids. And it, it was so amazing seeing these tapestries of lives and how each one of our experiences determines how we parent and determines the decisions we make for good and bad. And it was just such a privilege to get a look into all these moms' lives and see how their choices had impact, impacted their choices down the line and to apply that to my own life and just understand myself better as well and the choices that I've been making. And when you think about your mom and how you were parented, how different is the way that you're raising the boys? Um, no judgment. <laughs> Don't feel bad. <laughs> Mommy, the same about you. <laughs> it's about us. <laughs> I love my mom. She's an amazing person. She had her own journey in her childhood that um, led to some decisions that she made. And uh, I haven't always agreed with those decisions. And that has influenced a lot of, of my decision making, but not just her. Um, also seeing kind of other options of how friends, parents and have made decisions that they've made. Um, so I have utmost respect for my mom and her journey. Um, but yes, it, it has actually affected my journey. I think the reason why, um, I prioritize things in a way that I do, um, has a lot to do with how things were prioritized for me in the past. Yeah. But, um, so yeah. your priority order, mom, wife, Janice, what's your priority order? Boomy, my priority order is God first, mm. then my husband, mm. then my kids. Mm. And only then my Janice. friends and family, and I'm kind of somewhere near the bottom, but I need to kind of really? up where I am. Yeah. Really? 
Yeah. Tell me about that. Um, about my faith. Mm. Um, it's actually quite an, an interesting story. My dad is Jewish and my mom is Catholic and all of my Jewish family married Christian people <laughs> and all of my Christian family married Jewish people. So I had a wonderful <laughs> upbringing. <laughs> Sounds like a party. Oh, it was a party, man. We had everything. Christmas, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, the whole thing. It was great. It was really great. I'm very grateful for that upbringing. Really. It was stunning. Um, but it meant, it meant that I went on quite an interesting journey myself, kind of looking into every faith and reading up. And I have friends from every background you can imagine. And I have such respect for every faith that there is and, and every perspective. Um, I found my, my own personal faith when I was in my early twenties. Um, and I think because I was quite a bit older by the time I found it, um, it's really determined every decision I've made since. Um, even when I met my husband, I needed to know he's the most divine guy. You'd love him. You must meet him sometime, maybe at the expo. You'll meet him at the expo. Um, I needed to know that he was my husband before I even went there. Like he needed a husband written on his forehead. I was not interested otherwise. <laughs> so he had to work quite hard on that. And it's, it's been great. You know, it's been great kind of leading my life in a way where there's a, a blueprint that's kind of different to my families and to any of my friends. And a lot of my family's been quite shocked at, at me finding my faith in this way. It's been quite hard for some of them. Um, but I think they see the fruit of it in, um, in my career and in my husband and in our kids. I mean, you'll meet our kids as well. I'm sure they are just the most happy, divine little guys. So it's, it's been great. It's been like charting my own course in a way that, that I feel is right. Mm. Yeah. And you know, when you, I love your priority order. Because you, you're, you're so real about the fact that I'm somewhere down there in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> but also that you're not afraid of that priority order. It doesn't scare you. It doesn't sound like it scares you. So when I hear you say, for you, it's God first. Mm. It actually doesn't mean that you're at the bottom. Because it puts you up there with him. Because... If you have that stronger relationship, then your decisions and your actions are intertwined with with that power, higher power in your life. And so you're the right priority first. That's very well put. You're the right Thank priority you. first. And you hear it, you know, and I think it's it's quite phenomenal to to meet a woman who after all of the wrangling and the, and cause for me, <laughs> being, being a mother and being a careerist and being an entrepreneur and being, um, a friend and a sister and a wife and there's a lot of hats mm. that women wear. Mm. So it's easy to think you're at the bottom mm. because that's what we do. You know, we've got big hearts and we put everyone and everything first. And being nurturers, that is definitely the first option mm. is always to nurture and help and look after. And mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> right? That's why you, you do what you do is like help everybody. <laughs> you know, I'm stuck and I'm figuring it out, but let's help everybody else also figure it out while we're on this trip. Right? <laughs> but what it also means is that we're able to see much clearer. And the thing that's 
completely like the, the thing that makes me lose my breath is in not always being clear about articulating those priorities. It's hard to find that inner voice that says this is the thing to do. Mm. It's hard to find a couple of weeks ago I had um, Shannon here and and she talks about divine guidance and angels, Mm. right? And it's hard to hear because there's so much noise. Mm. Even when you fall asleep, you know, it's like even as you're asleep, your head is actually, it hasn't shut down. It's Mm. it's functioning at a low level of tomorrow morning, have I put this out? What's going to be for lunch? What are we going to do for this and this and this and that? And one of the things that I'm I'm personally hoping to experience at the expo is just a lot of look at all these other confused women. Just like me. <laughs> awesome. Hello girls. Hello girls. We all are here. We all over here. And I love that. But I think in the past couple of of years I've seen such a an increase of women like with negative self-talk yeah about about their ability as mothers about their ability to cope about their you know like it's all out there so Mm -hmm. such negative self-talk and i'm hoping that this becomes a movement that begins a positive Mm -hmm. experience because not coping does not have to be, it doesn't have to be a joke. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a throwaway line mm. at the end of doing something that you're not particularly proud of. And mm. it's just, I think, one of the ways that for a lot of women, it's one of the coping mechanisms mm. is to talk it down, you is to make light, light of it. And I'm hoping that what, what you're able to do with the expo and really girls... I don't even know. I, I <laughs> like. I didn't even know what she looked like until she walked in here. So I promise you, this is this is one of those experiences that all of you are having with me about this thing. Is I really hope that you can start a positive movement that says it's okay to not cope and try and find a solution, but it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Mm. It doesn't have well to put. be a bad thing. You don't have to to look at it and feel less or inadequate mm. or or anything. I mean, <laughs> I'm sending WhatsApps right now trying to organize a last minute birthday something because I, I could actually see Ganeho like going, I'm not having a birthday party. What's like oh. and then suddenly oh now <laughs> running around like a headless chicken. And truly if 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 I could have just gone, you know what? I can just hand this over to somebody else to do it and not feel bad about it. Yes. That's what I'm hoping to experience at the expo. I'm hoping to experience a look at all these myriads of people who provide services and Mm. goods and stuff Mm. that will help you be awesome. It's like buying a Woolies like casserole, right? And then putting it in the oven and then (laughs) dishing it up and putting it in a nice bowl in your house and then throwing away at the bottom of the dustbin. The packaging. And then when people arrive, you can just say, oh, slaved for hours at the till. (laughs) That's what I'm hoping for. Sure. I love that. You know, you're hitting on such an important point there for me is the whole thing about what we do for when people arrive and, and what we can choose to outsource. Because I love what you're saying there about the birthday party. And I think so many of us, we all are trying to 
maybe we don't admit it to ourselves, but often we're trying to prove something either to ourselves or to other people. And we feel like we have to do everything ourselves. And definitely not let the kids down. Yes. Like don't let the kids down. But, but that's the point is what is letting the kids down? And what is what you think letting the kids down is that actually is about other people and how they see you, mom. You know, it's amazing. I think for kids, love is spelled T-I-M-E. And if you are running around like a headless chicken, being the most amazing Uber mom, doing everything, organizing the best birthday party with all the invitations and you're on the PTA and you're everywhere and you've got a full-time career and you're earning big bucks and it's all, you're, you're just amazing. And everyone says, I don't know how you do it, but you're not spending time with your kids. You got to ask why. And I think so many of us feel bad outsourcing things. We feel bad saying, let me just let someone else sort out the kiddies party. But will your son mind who organized it? No, he just wants to have a party. Exactly. He just wants you there. He wants <laughs> he mom. Wants he wants his friends. Exactly. So, I mean, I do the same thing, right? Like, I've always made my boys' birthday cakes. I don't know why. It's a, I don't, it's crazy. It's the only time I bake. I bake for birthdays. I bake three times a year. <laughs> Seriously. And I don't bake from scratch, eh? I bake from a box. <laughs> oh, jeez. Seriously. Oh, goodness. Yeah. No, I mean, so I bake three times a year. This year for Jono's birthday, he asked for an ice cream cake and I'm the happiest mom in the world. <laughs> I'm like, it's this weekend, hey, his birthday. Oh, wow. <laughs> when is yours? Friday. Oh, amazing. Okay. Friday. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> right. So it's like, you know, buy the cake, get it delivered, like just have the party and have the time with them. It doesn't matter whether you made the flippin' thing, honestly. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, at what point do we kind of let ourselves off the hook a bit? And That's just realize incredible. that there's certain things that are important and it's different for everyone, what's important. But I, I agree with you. I really hope moms get that. The more they can kind of outsource and get quick fixes for the stuff that doesn't, isn't their highest priority and allow them to focus on what is their highest priority. If they can do that, we've succeeded. Oh, hallelujah. That's what I feel like. Sounds like real talk. This <laughs> is what it sounds like. So I've got fantastic news for you, Janice. Guess what? What? Our time's up. Oh, that's not fantastic news. I've had the most amazing time and I'm so chilled now. Now you're not, now you're not nervous Now I'm ready anymore. to carry on. <laughs> Janice, Working Moms Expo, it's on the 4th to the 6th of November. It's three weeks from now, girls. Get your tickets. Where do you get tickets? At CompuTicket. Get They're tic- actually cheaper online. So if you want to save some money, get them on CompuTicket. They're about 20% more at the door. It's cheaper online. Um, Working Moms Expo. It's at Sanson Convention Center from the uh, second to the fourth again, from the fourth to the sixth of November. And what are the social media handles? Where do we follow you? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Where do we follow you? Where do we find you? Awesome. So Facebook at Working Mothers Expo, Twitter at Working Moms Expo, and we're WorkingMothersExpo.com. You better tell them the name of the blogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll find the blog on the website. Go ahead, girls. <laughs> Girls, you are not alone. Janice, thank you for coming in to chat. Thank this you, has been Kim. amazing and good luck. I'm, I'm holding everything that I can hold, like all my thumbs, all my fingers. I'm holding fingers. I'm going to be like praying hard for you. I hope this, I, I hope your dream comes true. I hope what you're, you're hoping to achieve, 
you do achieve. And I think you're, you're just as divinely guided. And I think you're going to make an amazing, amazing, amazing experience for mothers out there. So I'll definitely be there. I'm going to come with the girls. I'm definitely awesome. coming with the girls. How exciting, guys. I'm so glad I signed up all those many months ago. <laughs> and I'm, I'm so glad to have you here. Good luck. Thank you, Pumi. It's Good been luck. wonderful to meet you, really. Like I said at the beginning, I feel like I know you. have got so much in common, both moms and entrepreneurs, and it's been really great chatting. So <laughs> this is you. the thing about women that we know, hey, girls, we're all the same, actually, as we're all walking around yes. with our masks. Deep down inside, we're all the same, and we're out here sharing it and making it happen. So thank you for coming through. If you want to know more, go to the website, go to Facebook, Working Moms Expo. It's happening in three weeks, girls. Go out there and make it, um, make it your own personal journey to finding your center. Uh, Grant the G man, the G man, G man, the ad man is out there smiling hard is coming in next. And I'm Pumi. I'll see you next week. Cliffcentral.com.